Good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Film Focus, episode 116, the review for Tom and Jerry. Southeast and Western, welcome to another episode of Film Focus. I am your host, Divers on 55, and I'm glad that you decided to join me once again for some film related discussion. And um, as you heard at the start of the episode, yes, we're going to be talking about Tom and Jerry, the movie, the second one. Because, yes, as I guess a good number of people probably wouldn't be aware, this is the second attempt at a theatrical Tom and Jerry film, and while not everybody is able to run out to the cinemas at the moment because we're still in the middle of this pandemic thing. It's still available on streaming service HBO Max. So if you want to watch it there and waste your time, sure, you have the option to do so. You can tell by my tone of voice that I am not pleased with this film at all. This new Tom and Jerry film is bad in pretty much every way, shape and form. And it's surprising because I had no hope for this film when it was first announced and I had actually forgotten who the director was until I saw it in the opening credits and I'm like, oh, it's Tim's story. Oh dear. Now don't get me wrong, I do have a bit, a bit of a soft spot for the first two Fantastic Four films he had done back in 2005 and 2007 because they were during that sort of first era of superhero films where I hadn't fully jumped into the world of comic books so I had had like, you know, half bit of knowledge here, there, and everywhere. So when I saw those, I was like, oh, this is really cool, man. I, I recognize that there were certain issues, but I was still having fun with it. But as the MCU started to grow and certain other superhero adaptations showed up, I was just like, yeah, these films aren't that good. But Tim Story, he's he's good at what he does when it works well enough. I mean, the ride-along films are pretty decent, but when I saw he was announced for a Tom and Jerry film, I'm like, yo, baby, that ain't it. And uh, my worst fears were confirmed. Now, before we get into the actual review itself, I'm going to highlight one thing. The Tom and Jerry film from 1992 isn't all that bad in the grand scheme of things, especially compared to this one. Now, granted, that film was pretty much Tom and Jerry in their classical 2D animated form, looking nice and polished, but they were side characters in their own film because it mainly focused on this girl, Robin, who was trying to get away from a cruel aunt and uncle who were doing some weird plot in order to get money and she was trying to find her like you know dad who she presumed to be dead but he was actually alive that whole film i'd watched that at least a number of times and i recognize some of the bad qualities about that film straight away especially when it comes to tom and jerry talking they don't talk the only person that sort of kind of talked was tom and that's only because he was screaming or said something after he got blown up in one of the old uh, animated shorts but these characters don't talk, so for them to be talking and then be side characters in their own film was mad. But I will admit, the Tom and Jerry film from 92 definitely had some bangers. What Do We Care by the Alley Cats and Money is a Beautiful Word, at least I think that's what that title was, where the aunt and uncle sing about money. I ain't gonna lie, those songs were pretty catchy, <laughs> but the films were bad. So, with a new incarnation doing that whole ugly CGI live-action hybrid thing, I didn't have much hope for this film. 
And like I said before, it somehow was worse than I expected. And while it's not the worst thing I'd ever seen in my life at the same time, there were certain crimes committed that just didn't need to be done. And it's crazy that in this modern age of children's films, we're still getting crap like this that belongs in the, you know, mid to late 2000s. What are we doing here? But anyway, I will briefly try to summarize my thoughts about this film. So as per usual, talking story, characters, presentation and conclusion. So let's let's get on with this. So the plot for this film can be summed up as the following. Set in New York City, we have this super fancy hotel which will be housing a wedding for two famous individuals. And we have our main character, Kayla, who is the new events planner, who is there to help sort this whole thing out without a hitch. However, Tom and Jerry happen to enter town and through their crazy shenanigans get caught up in this whole hotel wedding business. So it's down to Kayla to try and sort something out between the two before they ruin the wedding. And that's basically the plot for this film without going into the area spoilers. Within one minute, 60 bloody seconds, I was regretting my decision to watch this film because of a choice of song. It's a fairly popular song, and don't get me wrong, I quite like it, but its use in this film felt so tone deaf and wrong, and I'm like, what is this? And that set the precedent for all the terrible things to come. This feels like a Tim Story film through and through with a few of his isms that you see just in terms of the way in which humour and character stuff works. There's not much depth and sure this is a children's animated film so it doesn't require it but when you have Disney, Pixar, DreamWorks and even Leica Studios creating films that are meant for children but also have stuff that appeals to adults you have to look back over in this direction to just go what are you playing at? Who thought these ideas were smart? This is the kind of crusty ass, ugly children's film that you got from the mid 2000s to late 2000s. I'm like, I thought we were past this, but no, it's still the same old crap with dumb humans who make illogical decisions, pop culture references that feel old slash out of touch with what's happening, and a plot that hinges on a character not being an asshole. But of course he doesn't let up because there'll be no story. A pretty sizable amount of stuff happens with no consequences and the biggest red flag about this film is the same issue that the first 1992 animated film had. Tom and Jerry are side characters in their own film. The human story is the focus and while they have a couple of moments to interject and you know cause a bit of chaos, they rarely have a proper feeling of being important to this story. They're just there along for the ride and I'm like, I came to watch a Tom and Jerry story. Not some stupid human stuff with one of those basic light man stories that just has n I'm not interested in this. Now granted, Tom and Jerry don't really have much in the way of, you know, content for their stories. It's just about a cat chasing after a mouse. And while there have been a few variations in that story from time to time, that's always what it comes down to. And it's not really enough to sustain a, you know, hour and a half film, but they they could have come up with something better than this. There were a few interesting and I guess semi-decent references for those who have watched the Tom and Jerry cartoons. There's some nice little visual and audio callbacks, but it's not enough to salvage this dumpster fire of a film. It's just so meh. 
I just felt the energy draining from me with every minute that passed. Alright, and now it's time to talk about the cast. And for the most part, they're pretty much, you know, varying degrees of decent to meh. So let's start with the animated characters first. Tom and Jerry, they are pretty much as you remember them from the cartoons. Tom is the angry cat chasing after the mischievous mouse. And I feel like this film is attempting to tell the story of how these guys first met. And it's a pretty bad first meeting. Tom is just out here living life and then Jerry comes along and does his little mischievous antics and that's how they start their little beef. And Tom, I liked him in this film and I also felt bad for him because Jerry's causing this man all sorts of stress and so many of these situations could have been avoided if Jerry wasn't a prick, but you know, we can't have that. Tom, I liked him. Jerry, I didn't. Jerry is at top level of prick slash douchebaggery running around doing so many things in his own self-interest and so much of the plot revolves around him not being a douche but he does it anyway and I hated him and I just wanted Tom just to get rid of him, send him flying. As for the other animated characters, this film does at least a good job, more so than the last film, of introducing some of the other regular characters who exist within the Tom and Jerry universe, from the goldfish to the cat gang that Tom has hanged out with on a few occasions like Lightning and Butch and that other little small cat. You even get Spike in here who's voiced by Bobby Cannavale who I like him and he did a semi-decent kind of job but since I've listened to Spike's voice so many times in the animated version for years it just doesn't sound as nice and I will say while it was good to see some of these characters the little cat gang I hated their voices they sounded like you know sort of street guys that was supposed to sound black and i'm like why do these guys have this choice of accent what are you trying to portray them as it just felt illogical to me as for the actual human characters themselves they were meh chloe grace moretz as kayla the main character she was all right i kind of have a soft spot for her as an actress she's just you know doing the best she can with the material that she's working with but, you know, as a character, there's not really much to her. Also, the same can be said for Michael Pena. I love that guy. He does humor pretty well. And you can see that he's proper trying to get into the, uh, you know, humorous elements of this film. And while his character is just, you know, very generic and watching some of the stuff he does is really cringy. I felt like he did, again, the best he could with the materials given. And some of the other human characters are all right. The only one that really stands out to me right now is the bell girl played by patsy Ferran. and she was she was all right all right and now it's time to talk about that presentation and uh whew, i have a few things to say now tom and jerry for those who aren't aware started out in 2d animated form way back when many many decades ago and they made the smart decision when they made the first tom and jerry film in 92 to go about and make that 2d animated but as with most franchises that get that live action CG hybrid treatment, they had to move the characters into 3D. Now granted, the animation style that they used for these characters to make them realize in 3D didn't look too bad. They were able to emulate that sort of old school style and old school art design to a pretty good degree. There were certain moments, especially when they were, you know, highlighting certain elements from the older cartoons and recreating them in live action it looked pretty solid but then there were times where you saw these cg characters interacting with the live action and 
it really didn't flow that well. There's just not enough interactivity in the right kind of way. It just didn't look very cohesive on a few occasions. There were certain points where you could just tell that someone was just pulling someone along in this really awkward way during one of the more chaotic sequences in the hotel. It just looked really bad. Some of the lighting on the characters just looks a little too shiny. And while I appreciate this film's attempt to create that more cartoony element, where you had a lot of the animals be CGI instead of being, you know, realistic. It still just didn't come across very well to me. As the film went on, it just made me believe that Tom and Jerry just don't belong in live action and the whole thing should have been animated. And then there's the soundtrack and film score. Oh, good gravy. I don't know why the director chose to have a sort of hip-hop inspired film score this is not the ride-along films for some reason there's a whole lot of moments where the film score while it has the occasional orchestrated material you have a lot of it that just has a lot of hip-hop beats and like uh maybe trap beats in there and i'm like what is this tom and jerry doesn't need this the tom and jerry music from the original tv shows in your you know the shorts they were based in classical orchestrated material or a bit of jazz and i have no issue with hip-hop at all it's one of my favorite genres but it does not belong with tom and jerry and the inserts of certain hip-hop songs throughout the film i'm like what is this who thought this was a smart idea tim story why did you think that this was a good choice for a tom and jerry film and i don't know if it's just them trying to make it seem like you know this is a you know the more hip version of Tom and Jerry it felt like a adult's attempt at trying to modernize and make something cool for children but they failed miserably and I felt like it was just a misfire for this film just mismatched completely so now it comes to the conclusion the Tom and Jerry film it's pants there are much better things you could be doing with your time instead of watching this don't stream it don't download it don't watch it don't buy it Again, this is not one of the worst films I've ever seen, but it's one of the most exhausting films I've ever seen. Just illogical foolishness and so many shades of the live action CG hybrid children's films we saw from the past, but taking none of those elements and improving on them, just repeating them, except with a different coat of paint. The story's dumb, Tom and Jerry are barely featured, and the human characters, uh, there's not really much to them. There's no depth, there's no fun. All there is, is pain. So now I'll pass it on to you, ladies and gentlemen. What did you think of the Tom and Jerry film if you had the mispleasure of watching it? I saw that there was actually some people that did enjoy the film, and I'm like, I guess, you know, more power to you, but nah, baby, this ain't it. Might as well wait for Rhea and the Last Dragon now. That looks like some good times, boy. But anyway, whatever your thoughts are, comment in the comment section below or hit me up on twitter where i am at hypersonic 55 or at filmfocus 55 check out the facebook and check out the soundcloud itunes and spotify that's where the podcast is at these days so yeah man that'll do it for another episode of film focus thank you for listening and until the next time this is the hypersonic 55 signing out peace Thank mm-hmm. you.